Hey there, welcome to Riot Radio. I'm your host, Jeremy White. Today I am joined by Coach Alyssa Scott. What's up, Alyssa? Hey, Jeremy, how are you? I'm sweaty right now. I just finished working out. How are you? I'm great. Not sweaty. Yeah, well, all right, I'll share my sweat. We have a very special guest today. Yeah, we do. You want to introduce her? Uh, It is. Jen, I'm so sorry. I can't pronounce your last name. <laughs> Peelmeyer. Now, I, I pronounce it, so you get to spell it. P-I-E. Oh, no, she's, she's cheating. She's cheating. <laughs> I, am, I am prepared. That's what that means. When in doubt, add an E. My dad can't even spell my last name. He still can't. So, yeah. The, the former Jen Jones. That was a lot easier. She married this German dude, Jay, and then, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> Yep. So Jen is uh, our one of our head head coach or manager. Yeah, you can say both. You know, she serves as a head coach. She serves as our coach manager. She handles all the scheduling um, for our coaches. She's the one they'll be like, all right, you got this class, you got this class. She runs all the back end stuff in tribe for the most part. Um, she helps with the programming. She's kind of jack of all trades. There's not much around the riot house Jen does not do and on top of that she's a badass athlete in the workouts so you answered the first question for me I know yeah I was, I was like oh thank you Jeremy Just yay Jen yeah yeah <laughs> so Jen um how were you introduced to CrossFit just start out uh well actually through Mr. Timothy so <laughs> many moons ago they I think they still do it they used to have fitness classes for the city of Jeff down by the river. So they had they had fitness classes down there. They had Zumba and other things like yoga. And then they also had a boot camp. Well, Mr. Timothy was teaching the boot camp. And so took one of his classes, really liked it. And at that time, he was operating a gym in downtown Jeff. Um, so I joined his gym. It wasn't CrossFit, but we did similar style workouts. He was planning on getting an affiliation, but then the military had other plans. So he referred me to a CrossFit gym, and I joined another CrossFit gym in the area. Been doing that for probably, I don't know, six years now, maybe longer. I don't know. Time flies. Mm -hmm. And then when I heard he was opening this place, uh, I just come over here. This is like home. Awesome. And then what what made CrossFit appealing to you? Uh, Before doing CrossFit, I was working out at the Y. So Mm -hmm. that can kind of get monotonous. You don't know Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Um, I was never an athlete growing up either, so I really didn't have a lot of background knowledge as to proper form or anything using machinery and weight. So when I was introduced to CrossFit, I liked it because, hey, I had someone telling me what to do and how to do it right. I also like that it's different um, almost every day. So you might see similar movements throughout the week, but we're always having different links of workouts and we're focusing on different things. Variety is the spice of life. Amen. Alyssa, one of the things that blew my mind about Coach Jen, what she just said, is when I found out that she did not have an athletic background. Mm -hmm. A lot of people here, you know, maybe they played high school football, ran track, multiple sports, multi-sport athletes, college athletes. We have all that in here. And one day we were all talking about our backgrounds and Jen's like, yeah, I had no athletic background. I didn't necessarily have a healthy lifestyle when I was younger in terms of I never worked out. And here she is. She's one of the freak athletes in the gym. You can't keep up with her when she goes, decides to run. She's a skilled gymnast. She's strong. She does muscle-ups for days. And then we find out she didn't play high school volleyball. She didn't play high school basketball. She didn't run cross country. She didn't do anything. I'm like, where? That blows my mind. And where where did this 
freak athlete come from, Jen? Oh, not, not a freak athlete. It took a long time. Let's just say that. When I first uh, started this, I had, like I said, been working out a little bit at the Y, but I couldn't do a pull-up when I came here. I couldn't do any of that. And if you ask anybody, I'm one of the, like, the least coordinated people you'll ever meet. So don't ask me to go play <laughs> basketball with you or something like that. You'll just laugh. Like, yeah, you'll beat me for sure. So all this really is just come from, comes from a lot of hard work hard work and time and patience. Um, for talking about like a specific movement as well, like double unders or something like that. Like I'm not an athlete who come in here and got them within the first few months. That took me years, years. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> You're so technical. I mean, everything looks flawless when you do gymnastics, when you do muscle ups, how did you hone your technique? And obviously the obvious answer you just said, it takes a lot of time and attention to detail over time. But I mean, how in the world did you get so good? Well, first of all, I'm glad I make it look that easy because it's really not that easy. Um, and it's just a lot. No want to say practice again, but it really is a lot of practice and then good coaching. Like if you have good coaches to teach you the proper progressions and ways to work up into those movements and breaking it down into more simpler um, parts, mm-hmm. that's how you're going to get better at any of this stuff. Did you come in on the side to work on different movements? Um, Because if you only come to class, that's great. You're going to get better. But you can't really develop flawless techniques if you only do a class with other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. So definitely lots of hours put in towards working specific movements. Like to get my first pull-up, I was staying after class working the negatives or isometric holds that I preach to, you know, the, the members here to do. So I was doing that for double unders. I was working at it at home. I mean, I got shin splints from jumping ropes so dang much <laughs> trying to get it. So yes, it, it's just a lot of on your own. Um, and with that said, like I didn't just sit there, oh, I'm going to do this today. It was more following a plan either that another coach gave me or that I could find online to get those movements. So uh, talking about gymnastics, that is something that you enjoy as well as teach and coach or an excellent gymnastics coach here. Um, And you do have the gymnastics certification that CrossFit promotes. Well, it was owned, but now I guess promotes now. Um, So what made you want to get that certification? Uh, so, yeah, I got the CrossFit Gymnastics Cert back in 2018, and now, like you, you were kind of just hinting at, it's now the gymnastics course, same, same information. Mm-hmm. So, what made me get that, um, I fell in love watching some of the coaches from this gymnastics course on Instagram, mm-hmm. and they broke down these movements to, to, to some really basic levels that I felt like anyone could understand. Plus, some of the harder ones they make look so easy, and I was like, I got I got to see that in person. Yeah. Um most people, if they look at me, they're gonna—they're not gonna think weightlifter. I'm not built like a weightlifter. That's not my for our strongest um, asset for sure. So, falling into gymnastics was kind of a natural um, okay. line for me. Awesome. And so, how has that helped you in the gym, like coaching with the members and with help, like relaying that information over to has. I mean, obviously it's helped, but how much so? Oh, yeah. So the course uh, that I took, they uh, showed us tons of progression. So it's a little bit of lecture, but it was so much hands-on. Um, you guys, well, you know for sure the L1 was mm-hmm. so much lecture. And mm-hmm. then and you had a little portion of hands-on. Well, this course was tiny bit lecture, maybe 5%, and then the rest was hands-on. So we're going through yeah. these different progressions. And so I was able to learn new uh 
techniques or skills or progressions for these more complex movements that I've definitely brought into here. And they also made you kind of like critically think so you could be more creative on how to make these more complex movements simpler. Um, so definitely that has helped, but it's also working on gymnastics has also helped me um, with weightlifting technique, mm -hmm. with running technique, with everything, rowing. So you can say it help, helps me teach gymnastics, but it also makes me a better better athlete. coach okay. and athlete mm -hmm. for all the different things we do in here. Yeah. I feel like nothing strengthens your core better than gymnastics. And when we go through our little gymnastics meso cycles two or three times a year, I always look forward to that. I always get excited when I know we're going into one. Um, because I know I'm going to strengthen my core and that's going to help me out. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I even sleep better at night and have less back pain when I'm in the middle of these gymnastics meso cycles and my oh, core is yeah. a little bit stronger. So I think that um, there's a lot to be said for it. And, and again, it freaks me out that she wasn't, you know, you think she was a gymnast when she was a little girl or something, but no, she's just picking this up as she goes. Athlete. Yeah, <laughs> there you right. go. Anytime. So, so with me from bringing it back, you guys know the pyramid and CrossFit. Um, mm -hmm. And so you start with nutrition or cardio, sorry. And then you start moving on up. Um, and what comes before weightlifting or comes before mm -hmm. sport is gymnastics. So learning how to control your body um, and is going to impact the rest of what you do in here and outside um, in your normal life. So you were touching on your back pain and all that. A lot of people don't know I've injured my back before. So I was in PT a lot. And so a lot of the core movements that we'll do in our core strengthening cycles, I've gotten from those experiences with PT, um, not only makes you a better gymnastics or better at gymnastics, it's going to make you better at weightlifting. It's going to make you a better uh, person and mover in daily life. Jen, for our new members who are listening, just what is gymnastics? And the reason I ask that a lot of time when someone, when someone's, when someone comes in and they're new and they ask us what we do and we'll tell about all the disciplines. And when we get to say, yeah, and we do a lot of gymnastics, they immediately glaze over because they think we're going to have them doing back handsprings and we, and you know, uh, tumbling. And I'm like, no, 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 technically a pull-up is gymnastics, right? Yeah. Um, so what, what exactly by definition or even by your own definition. I was say, you can get a really complicated definition, but when I think gymnastics in the most simplest way to put it, it's just really being able to move and control your body um, to get a desired result. So yeah, we're talking anything from push-ups and air squat to pull-ups, to muscle-ups, to, to all those things, to handstands, to backflips like you were talking. I can't do a backflip. Do not ask me to do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so really just being able to move your body and be, control it. So like if I tell you, I want you to uh, get just pop into a hollow hold, being able to do that in a controlled manner and a safe, safe manner is a form of gymnastics. And that's just something lying on the floor. But we're not going to do like pummel horse or parallel bars or anything like that, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> You're safe. <laughs> no, it's not as seen on TV. Okay. Well, I quit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I signed up for pummel horse. Alyssa, yeah. what about you? I don't know. <laughs> um, so we kind of briefly discussed about the most effective ways on improving your gymnastics. This is just basically at the end of the day, it's putting the time in. Mm -hmm. um, so for a new member, again, kind of like your definition of gymnastics. Um, and if they see a muscle up, and they're looking at the gymnastics rings. I when they never even seen gymnastics rings unless they're watching yeah, the Olympics, right? And that's the first time they see them in person, and they have like this "oh crap" moment. How would you? 
how would you handle that situation when it happens in class? That's a great yeah. question because people do come in and look at those and think, oh, I can't do a ring dip. I can't do any of this stuff. What's mm-hmm. going on here? Yeah. So that, that's awesome that you asked that. So first step of muscle up, like we, we see this thing, we got to think about the definition is just really getting up and over an object. Mm-hmm. So we can do that in many different modes. We can do it on a ring. We can do it on a bar. You've seen people get out of a pool on the side. Um, so you can do that from a lower positioning. So we, we have many different progressions to work them up to that. Uh, I like to tell people, so if you see a baby and they're crawling before they're walking, is anything wrong with that? No, that's kind of what you expect. Mm -hmm. So we would expect someone to be able to do other things before they, they can do a muscle up. Okay. So when you look at that, the muscle up is the walking to a baby. But we've got to do all these other things before we can walk, okay? We yeah. can't, we've got to be able to roll over. We've got to be able to sit up. We've got to be able yeah. to crawl. And if we break it down that way, we're going to start, can we do a pull-up? A lot of us can't when we first come in, and that's totally fine. So we can build the foundation of that pull-up, of that ring dip. We can break it on down. I hate the word scaling sometimes because some people think scaling means less than, and it really doesn't. Right. You think it's of it. With that analogy with a baby crawl before you walk, then I think it puts it to a better it's kind of, perspective. It's kind of building blocks to exactly. get, the, for example, the, the muscle-up. So doing a pull-up will is a building block for a muscle-up, long, more long-term. Right. And is there people that are going to look at that and be like, I never want to do it? Sure. And that's, that's okay. totally <laughs> fine, too. Like, we don't all have to do those. Um yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's definitely ways we can work uh, the muscle up, even for those who never want to get up on the rings. Yeah, because looking at that, it looks really high and it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can really set high. up little boxes oh, and yeah. getting yourself over a box, and that can be applied to daily life. So, yeah. Muscle ups, that's my pie in the sky. I'm so close. I've, not, I've never gotten one yet. I'm very, very very close and I want to get them so badly. And Have you I'm been working there, so. on them after well, class? <laughs> I, I had been working on them until, you know, until I got bit by that little critter in the woods and I got sick and now mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my strength back, but mm-hmm. I am close and Jen, Jen will help me get there soon. She definitely mm-hmm. will. Jen, I wanted to ask you about just coaching in general. What made you want to make the move from just a member of a gym who came in and worked out every day to actually help other people? Um, I know, you know, Jen's a compassionate person. She likes to help others, and we all know that. But what made you want to coach? Um, Because it's a big commitment. It's a time commitment. It's a mental uh, strain at times because, you know, when someone's frustrated because they can't get a pull-up and you want to help them so badly um, and you put all your time and your energy and it's mentally draining, um, what made you want to do that? So I, again, like like to help people. You were just enforcing that. But there's nothing better than just – making someone better, um, health and for health, health wise, mentally, physically all all together. And so my favorite thing is when we have new athletes come in and maybe they're brand new to working out, or maybe they're coming from the Y or coming from nothing against the Y. I I don't want you to take that as the negative connotation. Nothing wrong with sitting on machine, but right. So, but you know, they're not, it's not the same. So you get someone that's never done this before. They're so intimidated. And then if you can see that smile when they're walking out, um, I had an athlete come through foundations one time and she's still a member here, but I remember she walked in crying. She had tears in her eyes, so dang scared. But by the time she walked out, she was smiling. And to me, that makes everything worth it. 
I remember as an athlete, sometimes we'd get some bigger classes and, you know, I'd be working with a newer member, just going through some like drills and stuff. And that's kind of when I was like, you know what, I, I think I need to become a coach. I really enjoyed helping them. Um, so. Awesome. There's no bigger, I've told Melissa this before, I think even on one of these podcasts, there's no bigger reward or gratification when you see someone get their very first box jump. They didn't mm -hmm. think they could jump that high or get their first pull up or their first handstand push up or their first whatever it was that they were trying to get. You just see that joy in their face and that sense of accomplishment and, and the pride that they have and the newfound confidence they acquire. And you're like, wow, all right, this is gratifying. This mm -hmm. is why we do what we do. Right. Yeah. And going back to the, the built, the building blocks that we work on and whenever you notice something click with somebody, it doesn't have to be that that's their first time getting their pull up or whatever. If, if you just say, Hey, roll your shoulders back. And they're like, Oh, that feels so much better. Like it's just mm -hmm. whenever it clicks also that it's just so it's, it's yeah. an awesome feeling. One of those aha moments, like you're saying, like there's so many of those we can, we can name, but that's definitely a good example. Um, I know coming from an athlete and you probably experienced this too. Like you might've had a coach tell you something like 10 times and you're like, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, yeah. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden you do it and you're yeah. like, Oh, yeah. that's it's what like they're talking one word about. Or this one demo and it just, it clicks. <laughs> And that, that takes uh, time, and it could take varying amount of times depending on, you know, what you're trying to do. Yeah. So One of the funny things is when you get an athlete to do something properly, I encounter this with the baseball boys a lot, especially uh, the baseball boys do a lot of um, bent over barbell rows and things like that to strengthen their backs and because they're overhead athletes. I mean, they, they throw a baseball over their head, goes over the head. So we try to strengthen that. And when they do it properly with the right technique, they're like, this is much more difficult this way. But yes, it is. But yeah. that's how you get better. Exactly. So do you ever encounter that with an athlete? You correct their form and they're like, oh, but this is harder. I don't want to do it that way. And you're like, well. It's better long term. <laughs> right. Yes. All the right. time. And specifically gymnastics, that hollow hold. That hollow hold is oh. nasty. You can sit there and we can all lay on the floor and be like, all right. But then if I come and get you in that right position and make sure your entire body is tight. Most Toes people pointed forward. Yeah, versus that. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> most most people aren't going to last like those mm -hmm. thirty seconds, like they think they can. You know, yeah, I was fourteen seconds in today. We had hollow holds in mm -hmm. the warm up. I was fourteen seconds in, and I'm quivering and shaking. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm only halfway there. This sucks. <laughs> yep. Thanks for programming that, Jen. Needs <laughs> <laughs> to happen. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> so, Jen, you bounce around a lot of different classes. Sometimes you do the noon class. Sometimes you're in the afternoons. Your work schedule doesn't really allow you to be in here for the early morning classes, but you bounce around. And, and because you bounce around, you really know all of our athletes. You, you get the, you know, there's some people that can only come to noon and this and that. You get to meet them all. Uh, talk a little bit about our athletes at the gym. What about them inspires you, makes you want to keep coming in here every day and working with them? Well, I don't get to get to know like the morning ones, like you True. said that lot. So there's a whole group in there, but I've heard that group's not that great. So they're awful, you aren't know. they, Alyssa? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It comes from 9 a.m. and noon. Yeah, we hate the 5:30 crew, don't we? Darren Brody, especially. I, I, I'm, I'm going to single Darren Brody out as, as, as the one we dislike the most. Would you agree with that, Jen? Yep, that sounds, that uh, sounds about right. We love you, Darren. We've got your no. back on the uh, back of Blue 5K. Go ahead, Jen. I uh, know. So we have such a diverse group of athletes. Okay, so we have all kinds of ages, shapes, sizes, and then backgrounds. And so I think that's one of the reasons I like these. So we've got. We've got people that have played sports growing up. Then we have people like me that weren't athletic at all. We have people who are 
um, looking to compete, maybe not CrossFit Games level compete, but be more in the competition phase. And then we have people that are just doing it for their health. So we have all these reasons or all these backgrounds coming together and we're all basically doing it to better ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like. It's always a positive vibe. We're always cheering each other on. There might be a little bit of friendly competition or smack talk every now and again, but um, I've never once encountered an athlete here who put another athlete down so or member down so they might be really hard on themselves like oh I had a crappy performance today but they're never going to look over at their neighbor and be like you had a crappy performance you suck today yeah like that's never going to happen well Alyssa um, that's not true Alyssa told me that twice this week <laughs> yep all the time <laughs> you don't count <laughs> So just that positive energy that we have in here. It's so infectious and yeah, always love these, love, love the members and uh, members and the members uh, also, they notice when you're not around a lot. So whether it be one of the, their uh, normal workout buddies, uh, if they're not here or a coach that has not been here. So they're going to call you out on it. We hold each other accountable. No, you're right. We do. And that's, again, what makes us a special place is our members are, are wonderful people and we love them all very much. Alyssa, we're almost out of time here. We're about 20 minutes in. Do you have any parting shots or last questions for Jen? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Jen, you have anything before you go? Nope. I think, think we covered a lot today, but if you'll ever have any more questions, just give me a shout out. We got to get her on again. Jen's oh, like yeah. everybody's favorite. So we, get, we definitely got to get her on. Mm-hmm. Jen, thank you very much, and we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye, guys.